hello welcome back to let's travel baby podcast thank you again so much for tuning in oh my gosh it has been such a delay on getting a new podcast out to you guys my multimedia room has been taken away from me i've had to make this kind of like makeshift home studio podcast because i apologize beforehand but I'm really excited to get back into these podcasts. I'm excited to give you guys the information on the traveling of the new era. This is so freaking weird, especially for somebody who wants to make a career out of traveling. I think this is so crazy, but I've definitely done my research on the adjustments. I'm excited to get all this new information out to you guys. I have missed you guys. I am so excited to be back. So yes, just to kind of make the disclaimer, as we know... The U.S. government has said don't travel unless it's absolutely necessary. A lot of international travel bans have been restricting a lot of that leisure travel that we all long to have. There's definitely been some adjustments and it's still possible. I wanted to go over kind of your travel checklist, what you need to have, what I recommend based on my research, what you should bring. I've also gone into the U.S. Airlines COVID updates and what they have been doing to ensure safety and kind of help your guys' anxiety to go back into a plane. I know that airports and airplanes can be nerve-wracking for some people as it is. This podcast episode is to reassure you guys and to settle that anxiety that it's going to be okay and this is going to be a temporary period that will go away and until then we'll just adjust and we'll make the best of it. So yeah, I'll do a checklist and then I'll go over what every airline in the U.S. has said. I know that this is an international podcast. I know I have some Ireland viewers and some other people, but I do want to make an international podcast when the bands start to kind of lessen up and give you guys a rundown on how safely to do that. And then we're also going to go into the information on what you should do before medical officials have recommend doing in the airport. There's a few steps and a lot of great science behind all this. I really appreciate that we are now listening to medical professionals and they're kind of the top of the pyramid now. They're finally getting the recognition that they deserve instead of these celebrities and, you know, whatever. And then, yeah, I'm really excited to just, like, calm your guys' anxiety. I want you guys to travel again. I want to travel again. I want this to be okay, but we are resilient. You guys are resilient. We can do this. We are going to make it. Okay, so you guys know I hate like super long intros, so we're just going to jump right on into this. So for a travel checklist, I have done research on a couple of sites. I've done some business insider sites. I've seen CNN. I've seen different news networks, different medical websites on what they recommend. So the first thing that you should be bringing is obviously a mask. This podcast was made the 24th of May, 2020, so things are adjusting. I have researched, as of today, I've checked my research again just in case anything has changed, and it does say that a mask is still preventative for COVID, so I don't know. Things change every single day, but it does recommend that you do wear a mask in the airport, and you only take it off when you're out and away from people. But I would just recommend bringing a mask. Please do not take the medical grade mask that these frontliners do need. But I would recommend a cloth mask. They also advise to bring hand sanitizer. So hand sanitizer is great, um, but it is not in replacement for washing your hands. They say to wash your hands as much as possible. So when you're near somebody or you pick up something or you need a napkin or something, like just wash your hands after. 
Um, I don't know why this is not something that people should be doing generally. Airports are kind of gross, but I would recommend just bringing a hand sanitizer just in case you don't want to get up in the plane and kind of like pass all those people just to go to the dirty bathroom and do that. I would recommend bringing a hand sanitizer. There's a ton of cheap ones out there. I can also link some down below. Okay, so next I want to get into is snacks and meals. And so this is a big one because as we know, airlines and airports are taking extreme precaution on the safety of their passengers and customers, and they're closing down a lot of the restaurants. So you're not going to be able to go to a Burger King or McDonald's in the airport, and I would recommend bringing something that's obviously TSA approved, but bringing your snacks and possibly a meal into the plane. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but the TSA actually approves meals. It's not like you can't bring food onto a plane. I've brought entire meals. I've brought sandwiches. I've brought salads. I've brought a lot of stuff and there's never been a problem for me. Um, I would not recommend bringing liquid stuff that's like soups and sauces and applesauce and, you know, juices and stuff. You can't bring that stuff, but you can bring granola bars. You can bring chips, cookies, anything that you can bring that is dry, I would recommend bringing that because you're going to be really hungry. And then again, you're going to want to eliminate that physical contact between, you know, an exchange of buying chips and they have to scan it and touch it and you don't know where their hands have been. I would just recommend doing that. First of all, it saves money. Hello. Airport food is so expensive. We all know this. It's like $20 for a sandwich. Hello. No. Second of all, you're saving the environment. It's less plastic. It's like they have don't have to change their gloves as much. And to tangent off that, I would recommend bringing your own water bottle as well. So I believe that they're in some airports, they are shutting down those convenience stores of those little, you know, buy a magazine and chips or whatever. So you're not going to have really a ton of access to buy those water bottles. And again, hello, plastic is ugly. Let's be real. So bring your own water bottle. You don't need to be you know, ruining the environment with your plastic water bottles. You can bring your water bottle. There's a lot of water stations as you're passing gates before you get to your gate. So you can fill that up. And just a tangent off that as well, airports and airlines have now agreed to stop doing the little um, complimentary water. And also it's avoiding that physical contact of having that cart and having somebody lean over you and ask for your order and stuff like that. So they're eliminating those complimentary drinks and some airlines. Save the environment, bring your own water bottle, and protect your health. The next thing I would bring on that checklist is a phone and a portable charger. So I'm a Generation Z. I am 22 years old. I am totally no paper. I don't like the idea of printing a boarding pass and having to use my ink and then showing it and you could possibly lose it and all this stuff. I have my phone glued to me and you can always bring your boarding pass in your phone. So that's most important. They want you to stop going through kiosks, stop going through these check-in offices and just eliminate that whole process and it's such a bonus actually. You don't have to wait in the lines. You're avoiding that physical contact and you have your boarding pass on your phone. So it's actually saving the environment and it's also saving you some time. It's saving you some hassle. Kiosks are never in my favor. I don't know why they never work for me, but I would just avoid that and download the app of your airline and then print your boarding pass through there with, I believe it's um, the code that you get after you purchase a flight. So that would be my best recommendation. A lot of airlines are taking sanitation precautions in their kiosks if you must have to have 
your boarding pass printed out before you enter into the flight. But, you know, you don't want to be waiting in the lines. I'm not a big fan of waiting in lines. I'm impatient as fuck. Don't do it. Just get your boarding pass on your phone. It's really positive, actually. Okay, so you have your snacks, you got your mask, your hand sanitizer, you have your phone, a portable charger. So next thing I would recommend is to bring comfort items, whether it be a good movie or a good book, a blanket. I know that flying during these times are very anxiety-riven. There's a lot of anxiety in the air. People don't want to get close to people. There's tension. I've seen people like bark at people if they're not six feet away. Like It just can get really ugly really fast, and you want to be in the best headspace to think accordingly. It's not like, you know, this is an Iraq army mission but you do want to be alert and you want to be calm like bring a good book bring your favorite playlist bring good headphones bring something that brings you comfort and takes away that anxiety of flying through a pandemic and you will be just fine I promise you know bring things that calm your anxiety legally you know we can all do that and I would definitely recommend bringing your own blanket so there's airlines that do provide complimentary blankets. I don't know if you've ever seen one. Delta does it a lot. Um, Hawaii Airlines does it. But you kind of get that free blanket and, you know, it's freezing in a plane. You're so happy to have it. And it's all fun and games, but like those blankets don't get thrown away. They get recycled. They get washed and then they get dried and then they get sent in a plastic bag and then they get sent to the airline and you kind of like reuse that. And I don't like that idea right now. It is technically clean. Um, I've also seen on Delta Airlines that they say that they are sanitized in these high professional washer and dryer, but you kind of just want to avoid that just for your safety. One of my best recommendations is I've brought my blanket and if you've ever been through security in an airline, you know they're kind of disgusting. You have to take off your shoes. It smells. um, The bins are always dirty. (laughs) The belts are always gross. Like the TSA is always nasty. So you kind of want to keep your blanket sanitized and one of my best recommendations is using that sheet bag i don't know if you guys have ever bought in those sheets but they have like the pillowcase and they have the little sheets it comes it's called like a sheet bag i think but those are just cloth bags with a tie um any you know you could use a walmart you know baggie that will work just fine but i wouldn't recommend just putting your blanket like flat on a bin or flat on the belt just kind of causes for cross-contamination and it's kind of nasty so I would recommend bringing your own blanket because it gets cold obviously and you're not going to be wanting to use some recycled blanket and I would recommend putting it in some place where it is safe so the sheet bags are great they're free Um, you can also use a plastic baggie so once you've got all your tuck list things in hand And once you get into security, you're going to want to think about that security transaction. Security through an airport is already crazy, but I would recommend just thinking smarter, not harder. When you go through security, I would recommend using as few bins as possible and putting your shoes and bags directly on the belt. And so this is just kind of eliminating how many bins you're going to be using. A lot of people touch them with their fingers. We're not thinking about it. I touch them all the time. I put everything back. Like... I know that they're being sanitized, but there is that chance that, you know, when you hook it under, they're not cleaning exactly like in those spots and that can just cause cross-contamination. So I would recommend when you go through security, use as few bins as possible. And another great thing is like with TSA Pre, 
you can actually like not take off your shoes like it's not actually recommended once you get approved by TSA pre so I would recommend if you are going to be traveling a lot to see a sick relative or you're an essential worker and you need to travel back and forth if you do need to go through security a lot there are studies shown now that corona can be on the bottom of your shoes and it can be you know transmitted on that belt I would recommend just getting a TSA pre-membership. It's $80 for a five-year membership, and you go through a lot faster. There's less people in the line, so it's less contact, and you don't have to take off your shoes. And going on the TSA pre-website, they take it very seriously, and they have also said that if you want to ask to change that person's gloves, they are obliged to listen to you. So let's say that they go through somebody's bag, they're looking and then they go to you next, you can ask them, hey, can you take off your gloves and change them? I don't feel comfortable. And they do have to oblige to you. So they take a lot of safety precautions. I'm not sure if it's like that in regular security, but I believe that TSA Pre would be your best recommendation for American domestic flights if you're traveling a lot. So now that you've gone through security, you're probably thinking of the bathroom. And what I would recommend and what a lot of medical professionals are recommending is that you go to the bathroom before you enter the flight. So this obviously is avoiding that physical contact going down the aisle, going through the nasty bathrooms. Airplane bathrooms are just gross anyway, and you kind of want to eliminate the physical contact and the barriers. So I would recommend going through bathrooms. Doing my research here on the American airports, I found that Nashville airports are cleaning their bathrooms up to every two hours. LAX is cleaning their bathrooms every hour. So they're shutting it down. They're saying nobody can come in and then they like super clean it. They clean everything down. They're sanitizing everything and then they open it back. And they're doing this about every single hour to two hours. I've seen in a lot of other airports, it's around this time. I don't know why they're not doing this every single time. This is how the disease spreads so fast. You know, people traveling and going through other countries, this should have been happening and this could have been avoided, but you know, we're all learning. So they're going to be cleaning them a lot. I would feel more comfortable going through that bathroom in the airport than going through these airline bathrooms because there's probably like disease from like 1990,000 that they have not cleaned and um, they're just now catching up. So yes, I would avoid that. I would avoid the stores. CNN recommends that you avoid the stores and aka the food shopping on flights. I would recommend that. Again, if you're packing your stuff, if you're being smart, if you're saving money, you are going to be avoiding that physical contact in those physical moments anyway. So you've already gone through security, you've already passed all the shops, you've gone to the bathroom once, and now you are in the plane. And so I would recommend, and also medical professionals recommend, and I found that window seats give the fewest germs. So this has been proven by some studies. They've done like swab tests and stuff, and they found that these window seats have the least amount of germs because it's the least amount of physical contact like you're not in the middle seat with two other people next to you you're not in the sidelines where you know people are dropping things people are touching your seat excuse me sorry you're getting the least amount of germ interaction you know if somebody has to sneeze that sneeze is probably going everywhere in a middle seat if you can choose your seat and buy it i would buy the window seat first of all windows are so cute you get an instagram picture so speaking of seats american airlines and united airlines have opted out for no middle seats and it's also easy cancellation or rescheduling if you do choose to not sit in a seat if there is a middle seat that is being occupied so you can kind of have this ability to say hey my safety is being at risk i don't want to fly and they will have to oblige and i just want to go kind of over what these airlines have been saying about 
what they're doing in terms of being safer. Alaska has said that they are now offering a reschedule and canceling protocol. So it is blocking all middle seats except for families. And they're saying that, again, if that happens, they will have to oblige to you. Delta, America, and Alaskan Airlines are saying that their Sky Lounge are now closed. I've also checked the VA military lounges. They're also temporarily closed until further notice. Again, these are like closing down all those private like eatery sleepery kind of places in the airports to avoid that physical contact i wouldn't be surprised if all vip lounges from any airline especially international would be closed right now delta and southwest particularly have said on their website that they are using hepa filters these are filters that use the outside and cabin air and they recycle it through every three minutes which i love to hear it extracts more than 99.9 percent of viruses from the room and then they use fresh air to kind of like circulate it out so i'm taking the fresh air when they're up in the plane and then circling that back in i believe that's why that air is so cold they also use electrostatic spray and that is like that disinfected spray it's basically like a liquid clorox they're taking all these precautions. They are cleaning a lot of their planes more diligently. They are using, again, that disinfectant spray. Southwest employees are getting protocol. They're getting supplies and they're being taught. Southwest Airlines said in their COVID and travel info folder that they spend up to six hours a night cleaning their planes. And airplanes typically clean with hospital grade disinfectant anyway. They obviously don't clean it six hours between each flight, but I think they're going to take more protocol what I have heard and I've mentioned in my previous episodes that before this COVID thing that they were only wiping down the seatbelts and the tray tables like what (laughs) like they're not wiping down the buttons or the little lights above you they're not wiping down the seats they're not wiping down the handle that you touch they're just like wiping down the tray table which I just think is absolutely disgusting like that's why the floors are so gross when you get in there but they are taking protocol now so that I mean that's rest assured that it's going to be a lot safer with United Airlines they have a different policy compared to a lot of airlines that I've researched they actually are bringing these snack packs so it's this like little baggie of sanitation wipes an 8.5 milliliter water bottle a stroop waffle a package of pretzels all in this like one little bag starting from May 22nd for flights more than two hours and 20 minutes and I love this I love how they're still including their snacks but they're being really precautious about it and I really respect that just some final tips from a senior scholar at John Hopkins Center for Health Security. He said to avoid where people conjugate, and this is avoiding those giant lines. I know that airlines are now putting in like these kind of like sticker arrows to kind of show you where you need to be instead of just kind of like being like a little fishy, like in the water, like crazy. So avoiding kiosks, food lines, and domestic flight bathrooms. You're already going to be eliminating these if you take the steps. So I am happy to announce that I think we are coming to the conclusion. I am so glad to have given you guys these tips. I think this shit is crazy, but we're going to make it through. We're going to make it more resilient. We're going to come out stronger and sexier. Oh, and we're going to have cleaner hands. Like, hello. I love you guys. Stay safe. Wash your hands. And I will catch you in the next episode. Oh, and my Instagram is Katie Lala. It's C-A-T-I three E's and then L-A-L-A. I will catch you guys in the next episode and be safe. Bye.